What up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Action Academy Podcast. Happy Monday or whatever day you're listening to the sound of my voice. Today's show is a very cool episode where I was featured on my good buddies Josh and John's podcast, Capital Hacking. Capital Hacking is an amazing show. I was a guest on there probably about a year ago, right before I went and traveled, and now they just had me back on. It was a fantastic show, full of energy. They bring the excitement, the enthusiasm, they ask really good questions and got a lot out of me. So hopefully you guys will get as much fun out of listening to this interview as I had being a guest on it. Before we get into today's show, a little bit of housekeeping. Tonight, we have our Q3 Action Academy goal-setting call. This is a call we do within our community to get everyone crystal clear and tight on their Q3 goals that we know what to execute on and mash the gas on as soon as we go into Q3, which is next week. And that means, ladies and gentlemen, that 2023 is almost halfway over. Are you halfway towards your goals? Do you even know what your goals are? Do you know what weekly and daily habits will constitute your goals? No, no, and no? Sweet. Hop on the free call tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. Go in the show description, click the link, uh, actionacademycall.com, book your guest spot, and I'll send you a calendar invite. As always, the show isn't free. You got to pay the fee. If you enjoy today's episode, if you enjoy this podcast and this episode to one person that you think would get value from it, please and thank you. Now let's get to Josh, John, and me. Can you believe it, John? We got the world famous Brian Lubin back for a second episode. Oh, man. I, you know what? I am so excited to have Brian on the show because we've talked about having him on multiple times and for some reason something happened. But now we have a divine appointment today, baby. Let's go. So oh, in a way, Brian, that was going to be a pre-intro. We, but you know what? That was the intro. You get no two intros here, Brian. You're on stage. You better take it from here, Brian Lubin. I've got stage fright. I'm nervous. I'm shaking over here. Like, you guys uh, can't you see. There's like, like a bead. Of, there's a bead of sweat going down my forehead right now. I feel like I'm being interrogated. You know what? That's that's probably because you're on a beach somewhere. That's why you have a bead of sweat? All right. We know all about you, Mr. Brian Lubin. But why don't you start with your backstory for our listeners who don't know who you are? Tell us a little bit about where you've been, where you are, where you're going. This is an exciting podcast. I'm really, really happy that you're here. So go ahead, brother. What's up, everyone? My name is Brian Lubin. If you guys sit back and relax, we'll go into a 20-minute story with my childhood and then my elementary, my middle school, my high school upbringing. Hell no. We do a lot of podcasts over here. So we all are rocking and rolling. We're not going to waste a single minute of y'all's time and energy today, baby. We want you to sit tight with us the whole time. So anyways, Brian Lubin, I did the whole normal, traditional upbringing, college, graduated, went to corporate America, made it to the top of the mountain, number eight out of 5,079 sales reps. I was a B2B enterprise sales rep, made a bunch of money quarter million dollars a year in my early 20s, climbed the mountain, made it to the mountaintop, realized I was climbing the wrong mountain. And so I decided it was time to leave that corporate gig. And I didn't want to wait until I was 65 to have my freedom. Started buying real estate, bought a small handful of properties down in Atlanta, Georgia, the northern suburbs, used that in a podcast, actually, ironically, to earn my financial freedom, $20,000 a month coming in, left that job in March 2022, went and traveled around the world full time for eight months, which is the obvious next step after that. Built a new business and now we should be making a million bucks a year by the end of 2023 while I'm helping everyone else accomplish their goals. So I tell people I'm going to become fabulously wealthy, happy and successful by helping other people become fabulously wealthy, happy and successful. So that's okay, okay, a dream okay. life. Yeah, it is. I mean, last time we had you on here, I'll have to get the episode number and put in the show notes, but you talked about the passion for sales, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think 
It's obvious that you used your passion for sales in the corporate world and kicked ass. And now you're, you're doing a lot of those same types of things, but you've developed all kinds of new models. So for those of those people who are listening to this at 1.5 speed, Brian just broke your little computer and your little... Anyway, yeah. break it down for one more second. What is the key to the story, Brian? What's the key to your life's journey? So the key to the story is figuring out what the hell you want. So a lot of people are listening to this, and some of you may be really financially savvy, and some of you may be great at investing, great at your job, whatever you do. A lot of us are really good at doing a lot of hard work. And we work and work and work. And that's what society rewards us for. So it's like we're all in this car, we're driving down this endless highway. And a lot of us are, some of us are in a Ferrari, some of us are in a Toyota, right? So some of us are really damn good at making money. But you're driving this car down this endless highway, there's no gas station on the right or the left. And you just keep driving, 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 mashing the gas until all of a sudden the car breaks down. And because you haven't stopped, you haven't looked under the hood, you just keep going and going. And I feel like that's a lot of people in America and in the world right now is we're all like 20 years deep in this financial freedom movement um, after four hour work week was released in 2004. And we've all been investing in real estate, Airbnb, multifamily, commercial, stock market, whatever have you, an online business. And those are all the vehicles. And that's all we talk about and focus on. But we don't actually talk about where the hell we're going. Where are we driving the vehicle to? And so that's where I always start with people and start with my story is it's like if you don't have a destination, it doesn't matter what vehicle you're right, you're driving in, you're gonna break down on the side of the road. And what that car breaking down looks like is divorce, it looks like sickness, it looks like cancer, it looks like depression, anxiety, because you don't know where the hell you're going, you're just redlining the engine. So what I tell people to start with is your vision. So when I was in corporate America, I created this wacky vision where I was waking up in the morning and I wrote it all out three years in the future. I was like, this is what my life is going to look like. I'm going to walk out on my freaking balcony. I'm going to see the Greek ocean in the background. I see the sun rising over the Adriatic. I can feel the warmth on the cobblestones on my feet. And in the morning, I'm doing what I want, what I want, with who I want. I'm walking around the islands in the afternoon. I have calls with my business that I can do on a Mac and a mic. And I can do it anywhere in the world. And this is when I was in my cubicle in corporate America. So... Long story short, it came true. And that's where I tell people to start is figuring out what the hell the end destination is. And then we can dissect that to get where you want to go. So it's like the art and the science that Tony Robbins talks about. Brian, thank you for that share. And what you just said is so important. And I want to dissect that a little more for our listeners who haven't written a vision down, whether it be a one year, a three year, a five year, a 10 year, whatever that is, right? So, oh man, so I have a really vivid vision and the way I did it, I was actually flying on a plane to Tahoe when I wrote that vision this past year and we were on our way to a, to a great GoBundance event. But yeah. I like basically went into a flow state for, I don't even know how long, it didn't even feel like I was breathing. And I just started like writing on my, not my iPod, Josh, my iPhone yeah. and, uh, it, in the notes section. And I just wrote, paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. And what I did was, I'm 44 now, I envisioned myself being 49, writing as if this is what's happened over the last five years. And guys, like I'm talking down to every relationship that you have, down to where you're living, down to what you're doing, down to what everything looks like, what your kids are doing, what they've accomplished, if you've envisioned them married, who have they married? So really, the more of a laser focus you can have on that vision will be so powerful in your life. And you're literally writing the future. Am mm -hmm. I right, Brian? Correct. And then in the inverse, it lets you know. So the big thing about vision that makes people like nervous and they avoid it is they say, 
well, you know, my mind changes all the time. I don't know if that's going to be me in the future. You know, I don't know if I'm going to want to still live here or live somewhere else. Here's the point of the vision, right? So first off, there's the whole like upper level, which is like the law of attraction, everything. And that's very, very true. But on the flip side, it also applies in the inverse where your vision is really like your bumpers in the bowling alley. So like when you're rolling the ball, you're not going in the freaking gutter left or right. So it's a set of limitations that you place on decision making, which is what strategy is. It's a set of self-imposed restrictions we place on decision making. So if your vision, like mine, was to go travel around the world full time and just be able to make money off of a Mac and a mic, then that impacts the decisions that you make and the assets that you invest in and the partners that you partner with. And so I had the real estate um, to begin with, but then I was just like, okay, for me to do this and to get $20,000 a month, I was like, I can't really buy multifamily. And that was my original plan because I need to be intensive like in the management of that multifamily in the beginning of my journey, which would landlock me in Atlanta. So I said no to that. And I tried to figure out how do I make money online so that that would flow with my vision because I had a direction that I was heading in. So if you're like really into maybe travel or living in the mountains, maybe Airbnb is the right path. If you just have young kids and you really want to be a present father or a present mother, then you need to have a business with an owner op- with an operator in place. So you need to look into partnerships. So these are all things that we take into account to like build the tactics and the science to create the vision. So the vision is the art. That's the hard part. The science is the tactics to create it, which actually become easy the clearer your vision is. So I have two tough questions for you. I hope you're sitting down, Brian Lubin. No conversational style here. Total grilling you. No, Run back it. to the world of a Mac and a mic. I love this podcast uh, lingo, Mac and a mic. So what was the influence that got you into podcasting? We'll start there. It sounds like podcasting was a key strategy that changed things for you. Sure. And it's a it's a really applicable lesson for people listening. So I have this belief that until I made this amount of money and I had this many units that I like who would listen to me on a podcast, right? And so that applies for a lot of people for a lot of things. So you're like, who am I to say anything on anything? Right. So I was at a Go Abundance event and I was golfing with the guy and he's Mike Ayala, who's buddies with all of us. And he said, Hey man, uh, you know, you're really good at getting in touch with people and having conversations. It's like you should start a con- you should start a podcast. And I was like, I can't start a podcast, so I have at least a hundred doors. And he goes, Hmm. So like, that's the most selfish thing I've ever heard. Selfish. And he's like, Yeah. So you're denying other people access to information because of your own fear of failure. So your own ego. And I was just like, Whoa, okay. And so when he positioned it like that, I was like, I'm actually selfish for not starting this thing for denying people access to these people that I'm friends with, for denying people access to information. So I started up the podcast just because I wanted to do it. And I wanted to talk to people and learn from the best and the brightest and share it with everyone else. Because when I implemented this one concept in my life, everything changed. When you have like this cup, right? And we all talk about having your cup be full before you can pour into others. And another go bro actually told me, he's like, you don't keep filling your cup to pour into others. You cut the bottom off the cup. So everything that pours to you pours through you. So that way you never stop getting poured into because there is no limit or capacity to what you can hold because you're pouring it out into everyone else. And as soon as that happened and I started sharing everything with everyone, then my life completely 10x. And now it's like this magical thing where I was traveled and did everything I've ever dreamed of doing. And now I'm building this new business off of it. And it's insane. So everyone else can apply that too. Like you don't need a gatekeep. You don't need to hold on to all this information, share it, and you will get more in return from your peers, partners, mentors, everyone. So Mike Ayala, congratulations, Mr. Mike Ayala for being a great mentor. I'm sure uh, we'll we'll share this with you. But did you, were you a big fan of podcasts? I guess I also want to know what were your top three podcasts you were listening to at the time? You're like, I'm going to model that a bit. What were the shows? 
Yeah. So in the beginning, I was listening to a lot of... Well, first, it was sales podcasts because I realized that if I listened to two hours of podcasts a day, one hour commute to work and one hour commute yep. from work, then that was two hours a day, 10 hours a week, 40 hours a month. So it was 40 hours of sales training that I was doing on my own without taking any additional time outside of corporate. So that's what made me the top rep was listening who to the sales been, podcast. Who would have been a show? Because that's a pretty cool thing you did. What was the show you might have used? God, man, I couldn't even it's remember the sales show. shows. I was just looking up like B2B, all the different... I was listening okay. to some Cardone, you know, some... I can't even remember. Um, okay. But yeah, big, and then, I, then I swapped those with real estate. I started listening to the Bigger Pockets. I started listening to a lot of different real estate shows. And then I caught that book. And so now it's been a blast. And now I still listen to podcasts all the time. But that's what influenced mine was I took all the things that I liked about certain shows. And I did a lot of those. And I took the things I hated and I cut all those out of my podcast. I love that you shared that, Brian, because I've been the same way. I call my car, it's a, it's a mobile university. It's yeah. literally a rolling university. And I can't wrap my head around why people who have long commutes are sitting there listening to the radio or even talk radio that can be negative when there's so much great content and education out there that you can literally learn anything about anything you want to know with the time you have in your vehicle. And I understand sometimes you do just want to throw on the radio every now and again, but I'm talking 90% of the time people shouldn't be like, oh, one day I'll get around to taking that class or I'll get around to learning about that. No, do it now because there's yeah. so much information online, so many podcasts, so many different things. And getting back to vision, I want to, you mentioned Tony Robbins. I want to give our listeners somebody else that I'd highly recommend is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Because yeah, great. Guy's unbelievable. He talks about quantum physics, visualization, meditation, and he's somebody that I, I listen to all the time. And he's written books and books that have changed people's lives. So highly recommend him. Should, um, say it again. What's the name? Joe, Joe Dispenza. Dispenza. Yeah, Joe Dispenza. Yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah. And it, it, it applies at every single level because now I've already got a clear path to a seven figure a year business. And now I'm looking up, I'm like, okay, there's this guy named Cole Gordon who runs like this whole sales school thing. And he helps people like scale to eight figures. And so I look up Cole Gordon and I could look at his podcast and he's like, hey, I have like a mastermind community. I had up to seven figures. This is how I scaled it to eight. And I can like literally listen to him like in his strategies. And that's a high level thing. He's like, here's how yeah. you make $200,000 a month. I was like, holy crap. I listened to that to get my coffee this morning. It's such a cheap note. Hi, this is Melanie McCallan. Josh and I are just so grateful for the many investors who have already joined us at Accountable Equity. Accountable Equity is so much more than a capital group. It's really a community of accredited investors that want to learn and grow together. I just want to personally invite you, if you want to find out more about this type of investment and see if it's right for you and your family, please visit us at accountableequity.com. Brian, how scary was it for you to leave that high paying corporate job in sales where you're like top in the nation to just like say, all right, I'm washing my hands of this. I'm walking out the door and I'm going to go travel the world. Terrifying. Awful. I had three panic attacks. I thought I was going to go to the hospital three separate times. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was the worst, 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 worst time of my life. So what I would say, so I have perspective and a frame of reference to give people advice now, right? So life happens for us, not to us. So when I was going through that, first off, not a good idea to quit your job and then have a three-month gap before you get on a one-way flight to travel around the world. Terrible idea. <laughs> just go get on the plane. <laughs> so don't do that. Because then I was just sitting there thinking, what if, what if, what if, what's going to go wrong? So two practical pieces of advice I can give to people that are looking to leave their job. Number one, 
your rental properties are not there to emotionally support you. Technology has not advanced to this level yet. They will not hold your hand <laughs> when you feel like breaking down into tears. And your multifamily will not do that. It may give you the passive income to leave the job, but it's not going to help you with the emotional part. That's where community comes in. Whether it be any uh, a free online Facebook group, whether it be GoBundance or my thing or anything that you can find, you need the community that's around you doing yeah. the same thing as you. Because like without GoBundance, I wouldn't have been able to do it because I had the frame of reference from people that had left their jobs. And I'm over here saying, oh my God, everything's going to go wrong. I'm going to go bankrupt. I'm going to go broke. I'm going to get stabbed in Brazil. Like what the heck's going to happen? And my mind was going so crazy that my body was reacting to it. And so... I had people there to help me emotionally, which is the hardest part. So an exercise that really worked for me that I'd give to everyone else is a process called Fear Setting by Tim Ferriss. And you write out on a piece of paper, it's actually really counterintuitive. You write out on a piece of paper, a list of the worst possible things that could happen to you. And you just put out a list of 10 or 20 things like, I'm going to go bankrupt. I'm going to go to be hospitalized. I'm going to get robbed. I'm going to get stabbed, like all these different things. And then you put the one out of 10, how likely is that thing to happen? And then afterwards, you put if that thing were to happen, what are your actions that you're going to take to move through it? And it was like, okay, if I get robbed, I'm going to bring an extra old MacBook or an extra old phone that I had just in case. It's like, I'm going to have health insurance in case I go to the hospital. If I go completely bankrupt, I'll fly home on a credit card and I'll live in the basement of my mom's house. So just things like that. And it's like, of course, this isn't going to happen. And when you write it all out, you see how silly it is because then your rational brain kicks back in. You're like, this is ridiculous. I'm going to be okay. And guys, I can tell you, being on the tail end of it, not only did everything go wrong that could possibly go wrong uh, while traveling, but it was still the best experience ever. And I still made it out. And it was the best thing I ever did with everything going wrong. And it was amazing. So it's worth it. You'll survive. You did a great job, man. You did a great job during that travel. You were doing the pieces. And I imagine... So, okay. Suffice it to say, you grew an audience and you've done a very nice job with Action Academy. Tell me how about the work you do today. It sounds like it's a, like you said, a peer-to-peer group, a mastermind. Mm-hmm. There's a curriculum behind it though, right? Is there yeah. a sequence of content? How would you describe that to our listeners? What is the work you're going to have the people do if they join your group? So here's what people don't talk about is what happens on the other end of financial freedom, right? So everyone's got this big, hairy, audacious goal of I need this amount, which is normally like $10,000 a month. Like people are listening to this like, I want $10,000 a month so I can quit my job, do real estate full time, travel around the world, right? Over and over and over again. So it's like, what happens on the other end of that? You hit it and you're living in Greece for a month and you're living in Europe for three months. You're living in South America for three months. You start to lose sense of yourself. We're not meant to just sit on the beach and do nothing. We're meant to work and move towards big, hairy, audacious goals. Like that's the spice of life is setting big goals and working towards them, doing hard things on purpose, because that's our identity as entrepreneurs, as people that have earned the ability to have our freedom. Now that we have it, it's like we're not just going to be comfortable laying on a beach because you're just going to get hung over and sunburned. So what happened was I had to go through this period where I had to slow down for a couple of months to figure out what my next thing is, because I had completely killed my identity of a corporate guy. And I was at the top of the top corporate America. And I thought this, this is what I was going to do. And this is where I got all my validation externally, um, was wearing the suit and the tie and living in a nice apartment. And so I had to kill that version of me to birth the new version of me. And I was like, what does that guy even look like? What is he doing? So what happened was I was already good financially through my podcast, through affiliates that we talked about last time. I was making $167,000 a year from my podcast and I was making $4,000 a month through my real estate. So I was just like, I'm good financially for the time being, what's my next thing I'm going to do? And then another mentor offered me a quote where he's like, you're too much in the me, you got to take it to we. 
He's like, so you did something cool. How can we impact more people to do something cool? Right. And then it snapped for me. I was just like in Brazil in August. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to create an online course. That's what I thought I was going to do. And so I spent the entire month of August in Brazil filming 52 hours of this online course. Did you I was really? like, yeah, 52 hours, man. I spent the entire month, wow. morning to night, filming that course and editing it. And uh, then I was like, I got to go home because it's all I could think about was this new business. And I'd been coaching people for free from my podcast. So there was like 100 people that I did, 100 calls of people that were trying to leave corporate America. And I would ask them, what are your problems? What roadblocks are you running into? What do you need help with? And I created the course for those people. And so I emailed all those people in one email. And I said, hey, I've got this thing that I'm building. It's gonna be like 1500 bucks. Um, it'll be ready in like a month. I already helped you for free. Do you want this thing? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, really? They're like, yeah. And so I made $100,000 in 48 hours. <laughs> I was like, mm. what the hell? So yeah, and the, the course wasn't even done yet. So I finished the course. I gave it to all the people. And they were like, oh my God, this is amazing. And so I created a little Facebook group for everyone to hang out in that were all in the course. And then they started doing deals together in the Facebook group. <laughs> and I was like, hold on a second. This is backwards. I was like, this isn't a course business. I was like, I don't even want to do a course. I was like, this is a freaking mastermind with an attached course for free. And so we flip-flopped it. And so now after that point, we built the community, which is like the actual secret sauce. Information's not the answer. Implementation is. So it's like, you guys can listen to this podcast, read a book, watch a webinar, but that's not going to get you financially free. Like you need to implement. Like yeah. what are the weekly actions and habits that you need to utilize to take down that multifamily, to take down that commercial, to do that burn? And so what we ended up building was our community, which we help people leave corporate America. We replace corporate with cash flow. And so we do all the stuff that we're talking about today, where we begin with the vision first, and we do the hard stuff first, which what do you want out of life? Let's write down your vision, and let's create goals that support that vision. Break those goals into quarterly, annual, quarterly, monthly, weekly, daily benchmarks, and then put you in an accountability pod that's going to hold you accountable to taking action on those benchmarks and then publicly report them to the group. So if somebody's not doing what they say they're going to do, the entire group sees it. And I'm like, people are starved for that. They're starved for that level of accountability. If you're a freaking rock star, you're at, looking around saying, where the hell are the other rock stars? So that's who we take in the group. I call them gunpowder. So it's like all it takes is one spark and then they're off to the races. We had a freaking... I'll get off my soapbox here in a second. This is obviously <laughs> what I'm passionate about. We had a stay-at-home mom, four young kids under five. All right. So she's just chilling. In quarter one of 2023, she bought a, a quadplex, MTRing it out to traveling nurses, $3,000 a month in net cash flow. And then she just bought a 62-unit self-storage facility. No money down of her own with a partner in the group. Stay-at-home mom. So she just did it with four screaming kids. What's y'all's excuse? So that I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> uh, it's a good soapbox, though. But John, I'm leaving the floor for you. That was a lot of good soapboxing. That was absolutely fantastic. And what a, what a really cool share that I think everybody can cheer this stay-at-home mom on to success. Caitlin, like, shout out Caitlin. My gosh, Caitlin. Caitlin's our, our we new... We got to get... Ca Caitlin needs to get on this show, Brian. Yeah, I'd love to make an intro. Yeah, we got to get Caitlin. So just curious, when you were doing that course, I know now you've created this whole community and, and it sounds amazing, by the way, in just the last few months. It reminds me of a quote from Zig Ziglar that said, if you help enough people become successful, yeah. you will... Yeah. You will That's the entire thing. Right. You'll inevitably become successful by helping other people become successful. And that's kind of what all three of us do in our lives. But when you did that 52 hour course, like what were the key points you were hitting on that you wanted people to know? 
Okay. So the key points that we hit on were all 52 hours of that was mostly vision, mindset, and killing like old versions of you. So we all have like, you have to get all this rot out of your head before you can even begin investing. Because in our group, we have like large entrepreneurs coming in every week to teach and speak normally eight figures every Monday. So they're talking about, hey, here's how I make $3 million a year passive from my multifamily. If somebody's not in the right headspace to accept that information, they're going to immediately, like, there's no point in them listening to the call. A big thing that we were doing was like talking about financial relationships, relationships with money, identity, being okay with killing the version of you that was the corporate version of you and actually slowing down to figure out what do you want out of life? Like when you were a kid, what excited you? I want you to get enough passive income so you go pursue that thing. Like the best analogy I could think of is Steve Irwin. Like I wake up every day feeling like Steve Irwin with his freaking passion for crocodiles and the zoo animals. Like that's how I feel every single day. And that's how I want everyone else to feel. It's like that. I don't care if you want to travel the world or if you just want to be there to pick your kids up from school every day. Maybe run a freaking taco stand because you've been passionate about tacos. I don't give a shit. I want you to do what you like fired up, what you're fired up about. So if I were to boil it all down to one point, one key takeaway, the main thing that I taught, I teach people is to not be emotionally attached to the end outcome, to the results, but be emotionally attached to the inputs. So because when I hit financial freedom, I was like, okay, I made it to the mountaintop. And then I was depressed. When I made it to the top of corporate America, I made it to the mountaintop and I was depressed. When I hit millionaire status, I made it to the mountaintop and I was depressed because I was putting my expectation and my validation on these events and these things that were external. And I thought those were going to make me happy. But the happiness is in making the cold calls to hit the top, you know, buying the properties to hit the top, like doing all these podcast episodes to build the audience. That's where it is. It's Kobe Bryant making free throws, not caring about the championships. I know y'all can speak to this. Yeah, I want to actually make a comment because Josh and I had Nick Juhas on a few months ago and he was talking about mountaintops. And you mentioned in the beginning of our interview that you were climbing the corporate mountain and figured out you were on the wrong mountain. Well, I'd like to say you weren't on the wrong mountain. You were on the right mountain for that time period in Mm -hmm. your life. So Nick talked about like, hey, I scaled this mountain and I realized that I saw a different mountain peak I wanted to get to and I had to change my gear. I had to learn certain things. I had to develop a network. I had to do different things. If I'm going to get to that peak, I can't use the gear that took me to get here because that's higher. So I just wanted to comment on that. That's awesome. Drop the mic, John. Yeah, you got to you got to learn to love the climb. And I was just speaking to Caitlin. I was just talking to her and she's lost a little pep in her step, ironically, this week. And I said, Caitlin, where's your pep? Where are you? And she goes, I did it. I did the thing. Like, I thought I was going to take me a year to take down self-storage facility and to do all the things that I just did. And I just did it. And now what? I was like, welcome to the show. Welcome to the rest of your life. I was like, so now we have to fall in love with the process in the building. For me, every single intro call that I do for Action Academy is the win. It's not the revenue. It's not the end. It's just like hearing the stories. Like this woman called me, Chamara, who's another Action Academy member. She heard a podcast that I did a year and a half ago about Airbnb. And she was like, wow, that's the coolest thing ever. So she went and bought two Airbnbs as her first properties. And that happened a year and a half ago. And I'm just now talking to her. So to go back to like denying people information, I didn't know that that podcast episode did anything like a year and a half ago, but it did. And now we're talking about it. And now we're talking business later down the road. So you'd never know what impact you're creating. 
Yeah, and, and we speak about that at the end of our show where I mentioned the, the pebble that gets hit into the into yeah. and the ripple effect continues to go. So kudos, man. That that's <laughs> so where do you envision the uh, Action Academy mastermind going? What's what's the next thing? Yeah, so I've got this big hairy audacious goal of helping a million people leave corporate jobs and live a life of fun, fulfillment, and freedom by 2025. So that means I need to get the show in front of maybe 10 million people to get it a million people to raise their hands. So maybe 100 million eyeballs, 10 million listen to the pod, 1 million to actually do something about it. So that's my big hairy audacious goal right now. I want how, are you gonna, hold on, how are you going to quantify a million? Are people going to go to your website and click? What? How will you count that? I don't know yet. But in my mind, I see like this giant, I want to have like an Action Academy office. It's in my vivid vision. And I've got like this entire office and it's like an entire wall of this office is all full of business cards from people that left like corporate America and they started their own thing and they print a business card out just for the wall. And they're like, this is my thing. And it's like, maybe it's like a taco stand. Maybe it's their multifamily. Maybe it's all their different syndication practices. Like I see this entire wall of all these businesses that are created from people that are in Action Academy. I want like a million business cards. So I don't know how to quantify it yet, but like it's something to aim towards. It's a, it's a big question to ask, which directly impacts how I view things because I have to do things that are scalable and compounding. Um, I can't do things in a linear nature to hit that kind of goal. So it's just like, I have to be like, okay, what can I do that scales, that compounds on top of me? It can't just be a me. It has to be a we. Then it has to be a they. Then I have to scale on top of that and build a team. So that's what we're working towards right now. So we got 160 people right now. I mean, we're growing, we're growing fast. So I'm excited for it. Well done, buddy. Hey, I think you've probably already said it, but what's the best way for the team here listening to follow up with you, Brian? I would say go listen to the podcast, Action Academy podcast, do an episode every single day, 392 days in a row. Haven't missed, not going to miss. So that is probably the best place to check. Just spoken a call with me out for the Action Academy community. I would say go listen to the podcast first. Every bit of information that you need in the group, we give away for free in the podcast because information is not the answer, but you have access to everything that you could possibly need there. Listen to a couple episodes first and then give me a shout if you want to, but do the free stuff first. Dude, thank you so much. Thank you for being on and thank you for all of this wisdom and knowledge that you've dropped today. Thank you, guys. Appreciate y'all. You're the only one that keeps up with John and I. I love it. I love it. Now, we'll, John and I will do an intro for you because you earned it. Right, John? So we definitely earned it, baby. You, did it. you rocked it, baby. We'll, we'll, we'll be following up many, many times with you, Brian Lubin. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Damn straight. We got <laughs> to the end of another great show. And everyone listening right now, you're the family. Family and friends, fun. thanks for staying till the end. That was so fun. And hey, hit the like, hit subscribe. We're here to serve you guys. That's why we're doing this show. Josh is not paying me. I'm doing this off of my quote unquote sweat equity because we want to make a difference in your life. And then that ripple effect will continue to touch the world. Hey, amen, brother. Please check us out on capitalhacking.com, all the social media threads. And yes, I know you've probably already sent this episode to one of your best friends. Thank you. We love you. (laughs) Just go right into your iPhone, hit the plus symbol. We'll talk to you later. See you next week. Share, share, share. Hey, real quick. If you're still listening to today's episode, I'm assuming you got value from it. So I need your help specifically. My two-year vision with this show is to help over 1 million people do what they want, when they want, with who they want. And I can only do that with your help. There are two main ways that a podcast grows. 
One is through ratings and reviews, and the other is word of mouth. If you could please leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as send this to one or two friends that you think would get value from it, we can reach the people that we're looking to reach. Thanks in advance. Talk tomorrow.